Listener, beware, you're in for a podcast. This is the Tough Cut Podcast, and we're talking about goosebumps um, on this beautiful bonus episode. I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. And I'm Jake. Oh, wow. We did it. Congrats, guys. <laughs> Made it to a baker's dozen, but we're not alone today. We have a guest, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> what's up and that's legally <laughs> have to say your name yeah that is me that is me are we <laughs> i'm just happy to be here <laughs> hell yeah already we're happy good. you're here <laughs> all, all right he didn't introduce him for like ash from like get out of the house or like you know he does a podcast it's about horror movies uh so super related to goosebumps Hell yeah. Well, I mean, hey, we're excited to have someone else here in our Baker's Dozen. Uh, but before we get into it, spoiler warning, we're going to be spoiling all of all of all of these, <laughs> <laughs> these, these episodes from uh, at this point, what, like 25 years ago? <laughs> I don't know. They're they have old, a reboot, man. right? They're still kicking. They, they literally just published one. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. The Slappy's wow. World is like their current edition of, of books. And one was just published like March 2021. You an avid fan, Matthew? <laughs> I was I was reading up on the Wikipedia page. Uh, so I look like the expert. Yeah, just casually look it up. Is that one of your tabs that you check daily just to see, hey, how's the Goosebumps tab doing on Wikipedia? How's R.L. Stein? How is R.L. Stein? Still alive. Oh, good for him. <laughs> well, that's, I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's the first thing that was said. He's alive. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Still writing. Still writing. Should we <laughs> should we hop into this? Uh, we've yeah, got a we, we should we explain it at all? Did we explain how we're doing this? We did this not explain off? any of it. Um, <laughs> audience, thank you for bearing with us. Uh, this is a bonus episode, so you are in for a whirlwind. We're going through six episodes, a full bracket, six episodes of Goosebumps, uh, a full bracket in this one hour long episode of the podcast. Uh, we've got three great matchups for you, and then all three of those episodes will be going up against each other in the final. It's going to be crazy if we can actually do this whole thing in an hour. I'm very nervous and excited. We've never done this or gone through it at all, if you couldn't tell. So yeah, a lot of it will <laughs> fall on Ash's shoulders, so... Good luck, Ash. I'm ready to put you guys on my back for an hour, so let's... <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I like, I like the hesitation in the beginning when you were saying it. You're like, should I? Should Stumble I? into it. Stumble into it. Uh, I guess should we... We, we just, jump into it and they'll find out a bracket as we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so coming up in our first matchup of the day, we've got Night of the Living Dummy 2 versus Say Cheese and Die. So, Night of the Living Dummy 2, uh, basically, you got a family. One of the kids is, is an aspiring ventriloquist, and she gets gifted a oh-so-familiar doll to any of those Goosebumps fans out there, Slappy, um, who gets up to mischief um, and then is eventually fucking murdered at the end of the episode, um, has his entire skull <laughs> bashed open by a second dummy. Um, it's pretty fun. Uh, and then on the other side of this matchup, we've got Say Cheese and Die, uh, where three kids break into like an abandoned warehouse that a homeless guy's living in and steal a, ma uh, a, a magic science fiction camera from him that can predict the future. <laughs> Matt, I feel like you leave out two very important factors of Say Cheese and Die. One of them, then the, this is the less important one, is that the camera who they that they instantly recognize as a camera looks nothing like a camera in any semblance. The second is that one of these three kids is Ryan Gosling. Yes, it is! <laughs> I, I, I wanted to save that as my first uh, bit for this portion was asking if anyone recognized him, but it seems every Everyone did. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, come on now. That, that literally is exactly Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, real, pretty much. Uh, actually, after watching this episode, I did some Googling to see if any other famous actors were also in Goosebumps episodes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys did, too. The actress who played the older sister in Night of the Living Dummy 2 is uh, a regular or was a regular on Grey's Anatomy and huh. went on to like go and do... Um, private practice yeah other but show. like more importantly uh, hayden christensen was yes that's like, the big Anakin one is also in, yeah is in night of the living <laughs> dummy three in one of the episodes he wasn't yeah. in one of the episodes we're talking yeah. about today 
Colin from uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? The bald, bald dude. He's he's in Bad Hair Day. Oh yeah. The more you know, the more yeah. you know. Another episode <laughs> that we're not talking about today. So how did we how do we feel about these um, thoughts going into this matchup? Or I guess we're in the matchup. I just think it's so funny how we we randomize these. No one had picks here. That's like our. I, I don't remember if we said this, and we got the Ryan Gosling one, which is a yeah. pretty. Like famous <laughs> one because of Ryan Gosling. And can I just say, and going, look, there there are a whole bunch of, we watch these episodes, sorry, but Ryan Gosling what? acted the hell out of that. You know, out of all the other yeah. kid actors. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. He, I, I went he through. He was notably better, I think, than and, most of the other kids. like rated these episodes, which I don't normally do, um, basically on like the big goosebumps criteria in my head of like, how spooky are they? Um, <laughs> is the acting and like filmmaking actually decent? Overwhelmingly, no. Um, and then <laughs> what's that twist ending? How much does it blow your mind? How awesome is it? Because everyone knows the goosebumps endings. That's the bread and butter. That's what you remember. <laughs> and I will say I did give Say Cheese and Die a half point in terms of quality just for Gosling's acting. He elevated mm. the material. Mm. He really did. And look, and also, <laughs> I think it's this this matchup with these episodes. I think it's pretty clear because Say Cheese and Die, I cared about the family. I didn't want them to die. <laughs> mm. Night of the Living mm-hmm. Dummy 2, that mm-hmm. was a family of dickheads. They were so mean <laughs> to the daughter. What is up with that family? <laughs> cruel to her. This this episode, <laughs> I was like, yo, actually, fuck this episode. I don't think I'm like enjoying this at all. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think Slappy, I think Slappy should have got him. I think that Slappy should have won. And the fact that he didn't makes that a garbage episode. My very first note in this was fuck Sarah. That was literally my first note. <laughs> like out of all of them. I it's I don't know what this this Slappy was bodying these people and they deserved it. Like they deserved it. <laughs> Slappy literally could have murdered the family, but instead he spent his time being mischievous, and that was his downfall. <laughs> I'm going to say it. It's true. I think, you know, I think, too, the family, like, they got mad at her because Slappy's jokes were mean. And, like, when the the brother was making a video at the beginning of the episode, his jokes were way meaner. Like, his mom's diet, his dad putting on his toupee. If you're watching Goosebumps, something that comes very, very readily is that the parents, for most Goosebumps episodes just suck. Like they never believe their children, even when they're like discussing <laughs> things in genuine distress. They're like, "Look, I am this dummy. Is, is I'm not controlling it. It is doing things. It nearly hit you with a guitar. Like, and they're just you know saying she needs a psychiatrist, bullying her, like threatening her with like <laughs> um, punitive measures. Like five out- <laughs> punitive measures. I couldn't think of discipline. I couldn't think of the word discipline." <laughs> That punitive measure. <laughs> I I do have another big issue with Night of the Living Dummy too. Slappy is like a ventriloquist dummy, right? He's mm-hmm. you know maybe two feet tall at the most. How's he opening all these doors? <laughs> How's he Man reaching got the door handles? Like the same way any kind of short king does. You got to jump. <laughs> Are you calling Slappy a short? King? I want them to. Sh- <laughs> Yes. Just just imagining Slappy going around, like hopping up to unlock the doors. <laughs> this man, Slappy could have been doing so many other things with his life with this talent. <laughs> and he just wanted to also be a dickhead. And it just so happened that this family deserved to be dickheaded to that because they were dickheads. It just nothing about this episode sat right with me. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> thought it was a piss poor outing for Slappy. <laughs> Ah, so you're saying you're saying it, it it struck you as odd or it didn't strike you as odd when the like older sister like she had art she had her painting and then Slappy went and ruined it and then they go in and ruining it is just those stick figures you remember those <laughs> stick figures and then a slow pan of the stick figure girl with like a knife in her hand <laughs> the camera work now that's that's actually that's something that we should we should zoom in on no pun intended whoever's DPing these goosebumps episodes. <laughs> 
he is taking the script and he's making it art. He's like, okay, so Slappy, <laughs> he vandalizes the wall, right? What's going to make the kids feel it, feel it, is me slowly zooming in. <laughs> on a stick figure. On a stick. <laughs> it, it, did y'all notice in Say Cheese and Die, it was just all, like, tilted? It was all, di- whatever you look at oh it, it was just my all. God. Yeah. So many angles. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, the, the shot, hey, honestly, it was great commentary when the cop and the detective came to the house and you <laughs> yes. had the cop shade reflection looking into Ryan Gosling that's cinema they also knew who was more like you know who was the star power there they wanted Ryan yep. Gosling to be in the shot no yeah. matter what like wow <laughs> wow i i think the the biggest credit to that is um there's technically a sequel to both of these yes. um they're not two part episodes though um and in say cheese and die again uh they couldn't get Ryan Gosling back <laughs> He, he was already too he big. Was too big. He was too big. He was too big. He did City of Star, or he did La La Land right after this, actually. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, he was physically too large to be cast as a child anymore. <laughs> I, think I, I think another important... I, I, yeah, should we vote? Because I have more to say, but it's on the episode that I want to move on. I, I, I will say one more thing. One more thing on um, Night of the Living Dummy 2. Uh, when all the muddy footprints are tracked in after the ventriloquist girl throws the <laughs> dummy into the sewer, her sister's like, oh, why did our brother walk in with muddy shoes? And these are literally like f- like three-inch footprints. How does your like, 10-year-old brother have... <laughs> Don't shame that, man. Sorry, on, sorry. Not everyone can be Ryan Gosling, you asshole. Like, come on. <laughs> Well, okay, but she's but the old it was the older sister, right? So she's the artist, so she knows like what size. Yeah, yeah. if okay, you're I'm an artist, you should know what size shoe everyone is. Your family That's- wears. <laughs> that is the number one thing about artists. All right, ready, ready to vote on this one? Oh God, I I don't know. I'm in. I'm ready. Yeah, Let's do we it. Got, we have to. We have to. This Let's is the speed round. We have to. We we don't have the luxury of time of dilly dallying like we normally do. Anyone go first? Anybody? I guess I can. I can go, go first. first. Oh, now let's go ahead. I voted for say cheese and die. <gasps> yes. Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> that's big. Uh, I am also voting for say cheese and die. Holy shit. That's two. Ash, take it away. I got to say, uh, I didn't have to think about it at all. I was disgusted that I even had to choose between them. It was it was say, it was it was say cheese and die by a landslide. Family got what they deserved. Yes. <laughs> it's Excellent. a unanimous vote for say cheese and die. And honestly, justice for when Slappy, you know, she was walking along the sidewalk, said hi to her friend, she left, and she's like, here's what I'm gonna do to you. Shoves him down a drain right away. Just a random ass drain. That's what we're doing to Night of the Living Dummy. Fuck you. Goodbye. Say cheese and die. Moving on. All right. We got to speed into matchup number two. So I'll just get right into it. The first episode in this matchup is Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes. What a wild episode. Um, (laughs) A boy and his sister are playing catch in the yard. The ball lands in the neighbor's yard, who is a militant um, ex-military neighbor who is very, very gung-ho about his uh, his lawn and his his flowers and and winning the lawn competition um and suddenly their dad comes home gets some very scary looking lawn gnomes um puts them in the backyard and he's gonna win because of uh he wants to win the lawn competition because of his like whimsical take with big mushrooms and deer statues and things this is a uh, long synopsis of revenge of the lawn this is way longer than it should be when you started talking about the mushrooms it's, i'm like it's <laughs> You know, I started talking about it and I forgot there's a second episode I also have to introduce. So I'll just get into it. Uh, The lawn gnomes destroy the neighbor's yard and people get upset. Um, The (laughs) other episode we're talking about is the barking ghost. Uh, And this is Cooper and his family move into a forest, I guess. And there are some pirates that got turned into dog ghosts. And uh, they're scary. And then Cooper gets turned into a dog ghost. But then gets turned it's back into fun. a kid. Turn back, turn back. But his brother is a chipmunk now. 
I'm kind of really glad these two got put together. One, I barely remember the barking ghost. As soon as they started doing pirates, I was like, what the fuck? I, uh, why? I wondered <laughs> what why. What a wild episode. Like, why? But I think these two have some of the best <laughs> what the fuck endings for Goosebumps in our in our bracket. And we need to talk about both <laughs> endings immediately. <laughs> this, uh, I was... <laughs> I was actually <laughs> dreading these two being pitted against each other because... <laughs> it's like it's like don't make me pick between my kids like these are two things that i love very dearly <laughs> these these episodes are everything you need goosebumps to be i mean <laughs> the the bat shittery that occurs in these episodes it, but both of them had their moments maybe i'll i'll start with lawn gnomes i remember seeing this episode as a kid and being very afraid and i was like what was it that scared Terrified. me it was it was the way the eyes the gnomes <laughs> eyes open i i shudder to think what lead paint they covered those actors in like they were <laughs> they're probably all quite ill now but but it was effective because <laughs> I didn't realize that there were people in the gnomes and then the eyes opened and I was like, well, that's actually very unsettling. I don't care for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I didn't like it at all. I also don't like John Malkovich. That isn't him, but it, it's him, right? The army dude. He was basically John Malkovich. He, he had a map of the Pentagon. Why did he have that? <laughs> Yeah, no, that was the that was the layout of his backyard. Of his lawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the Pentagon. He said nice straight lines reminds me of the time. Never mind. What were you saying, John Malkovich? What were you saying? I mean, this man clearly was suffering from an extreme PTSD. And the fact that <laughs> the fact that he's even a foil in this episode. <laughs> I love this this type of character. I feel like there were a lot of these in the 90s where it's just like clearly troubled veteran moves in next to wacky kids. <laughs> Did you guys notice how some of the some of the gnomes in the backyard, like or when they were like chasing them, they had like the two main gnomes. Some of the gnomes weren't short they were just yeah. like people yes. hunched over yeah like, <laughs> yeah they they ran out of people to uh paint in uh highly leaded paint yeah that's when ryan gosling grew up a little bit and you know <laughs> it just it was too much for him Un- uncredited role actually unfortunately <laughs> he did it out of his own right yeah <laughs> dude this is okay but lawn gnomes is what the one of the ones where the dad was awesome right the dad was really a good dad right he was uh, he was so good it was like i was really into it i was really into this dad i'm not saying like he had kind blue eyes they also showed his wife only at the end i thought it was a single dad until the end they they showed him they showed the wife in bed in the scene where he tried to like get his dad out of bed um they showed she was like rolled over they literally just tried to show her as little as possible um (laughs) I don't know why they even it's, had an actress. It, because like <clears throat> the the folks of the story is truly a father-son tale. Father, son, and then surrogate father next door, and then it gets thrown into chaos <laughs> via the, the land. Surrogate father? Do you think he's a surrogate father? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a sur- he's the the disciplinarian uh, surrogate father figure. Um, I think you know, it's, it's the, the dad. The dad being such a good dad definitely gave this one a lot of points. It was a very uh, nuanced performance from this actor. I felt I felt him caring for his kids. I don't know if you I guys have seen Minari, but. <laughs> Yeah, this gave me big Minari vibes. I think Steven Yoon owes a lot of his performance to this guy in this Goosebumps episode. But I will, I will say though, Barking Ghost has one of my favorite endings in any Goosebumps because it is arguably the darkest. It is the implications are horrifying because the the kids are the only people who know what's going on with this change tree, right? And they're the only ones that can know, oh, my brother must have gotten changed with a squirrel or something. But they didn't see it happen. So they don't know what animal they need to switch him back with. (laughs) So the implication of the end of this episode is just that 
<laughs> the the sun is just a vessel. They just didn't give a shit. <laughs> they didn't give a shit. And also, there are so many more like chipmunk squirrels out there. You're not gonna find. You're you're not gonna you're not and gonna switch. What's more than that? You're making a gamble if you send the brother the in right and one. you do find the right chipmunk because then there's the two pirate guys. You don't know who you're getting out in the swap. You know, like it's rolling the dice. You're. Uh, <laughs> Another big problem that I have with Barking Ghost is that when they go through and change, why does the level of cleanliness, pirates, you why is that attached to the soul that's in the body? <laughs> when the kids come out and are the pirates, they're like filthy, they have rotten teeth. Did you guys notice the teeth? Um, and then when they, they get, get ghost powers too, because those dogs, dogs jump through clean. the motherfucking wall <laughs> and then never got explained again. One time, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the implication there is is that the the people bodies are still people bodies, but the go- the dogs are ghost dogs, which implies <laughs> that I guess the dogs stole the pirates' bodies. Or were two dogs, dogs just wait, murdered? wait, wait, wait. Wait, this is important. The dogs stole the pirate bodies. The pirates were being chased down to be hung. And that is just straight up stated in the episode. The dogs have no concept of like penal enforcement. Were the were they caught and hung then? Probably. I <laughs> oh think another God. question is. Oh, my how, God. <laughs> so when when did were those magical dogs before they went in the changing tree or only after because did they See, gain, that's the question um did they gain eternal life because they swapped <laughs> bodies with the so pirates because of the changing tree or were they now? already eternal dogs like yeah is the brother an eternal chipmunk now or is <laughs> the brother's is, definitely gonna get like euthanized i don't know man <laughs> Brothers definitely get it euthanized. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know, dude. Like, just truth, just truth. I do want to throw out there. I think, I think, in terms of characters, I think one character in the Barking Ghost uh, really stood out to me above all of the rest, and that was the neighbor Fergie. You know, like the Duchess of York. <laughs> what is that line? So I, I much, I'm pretty familiar with the Goosebumps uh, collection. Um, I like Jake did not remember. Here. Yeah, big goose guy um, <laughs> did not remember this episode slash book at all. Um, and when I saw her do like saw her show up in the middle of the woods, act panicked like we have to go. I was like, oh, she's like a ghost like the dogs. Yeah, I thought she was a dog. But also because when she said she was Fergie, <laughs> Duchess of York, I was like, oh, it makes sense now. Like, I didn't know. I didn't use the connection to London Bridge. Fergie Black Eyed Peas. Ah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Lore. Sorry, that was just that was just me, but continue with your actual thought that was actually stimulating. Now, the only piece is that there's another Goosebumps episode where um, dogs bark at some ghosts. This time it's hum- like real dogs barking at ghosts, and that's how you know they're ghosts because apparently dogs don't like ghosts. Um, so I oh, thought that's, that's kind of what was happening here. <clears throat> but it wasn't. She was just a regular. She was just a dickhead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> last thing this the sweet fucking bench press out on the the grassy lawn hell yeah hell yeah my yeah. dude getting some gains i actually wrote that that was you and if you had to be any character in goosebumps you're the brother but then you turn into a chipmunk at the end i was like he would never do that but i'd like to see it costume oh, thanks, like Jake. future halloween costume can you be can you act like that nutty nutty boy <clears throat> sexy little chipmunk all right. I'm going to I'm going to change the subject here. Ash, you mentioned how you were scared of those lawn gnomes as a kid. I wonder how many people were scared of dogs because of this episode. N- nobody. The dogs <laughs> they were snarling, but then there's also this there's the scenes in the woods where they're trying to dr- bring them to the tree and they're just like so gently like grabbing they're their sweaters gentle. and stuff and I'm like, yeah. Those dogs the are looking so cute right now. said, "Let's twist them like pretzels." Like that was their threat. Oh, yeah. the, the lawn gnomes were going to make a snuff film. Yeah. Like they got the camera, <laughs> they're like ready to murder these two kids. Yeah, they were slow, legit going to make a snuff film. <laughs> That is such a good point that I com- I cannot believe I completely forgot about the camera. What in the goddamn actual fuck? Why? What? That's the real species and die. What's- what disgusting yeah, assistant writer was like? Make make the gnomes have a camera. <laughs> I, I actually think that was just an extra's decision. I think that was the camera. Oh he my, it's like, what my oh character my- would do. <laughs> uh, my character's a real sick. Uh, should we? <laughs> <laughs> sh- sh- shall we? I'm shall we vote? vote, dude? I'm ready to vote, and I'm voted for the sick fucker. I'm voting for Revenge of the Lob Gnomes. 
<laughs> All right, we'll we'll do reverse order. Ash, what you going for? I got it. I got to go lawn gnomes as well. The the barking dog, the barking ghost was bananas. It made no sense and has a dear place in my heart. But the lawn gnomes with their little scary teeth because they were fangs not they didn't just have like tiny teeth they had fangs and that was really scary um that held up that was still scary so it's got to be lawn gnomes uh yeah i'm with you guys uh revenge of the lawn gnomes all the way and that makes it unanimous revenge of the lawn gnomes as well oh wow. my god i mean it's gonna get harder the finale is gonna suck but the finale it's is gonna a be three-way tough. finale it's gonna be a lot of fun hey jake what's the last matchup final final matchup it's a doozy we have piano <laughs> lessons can be murder. And, you know, it's about this kid who moves into this house and sees a scary ghost lady and decides to take uh, piano lessons because he really wants to get with a girl. And, yeah. uh, and then there are robots involved and they really want his hands. <laughs> That's all I'm going to tell you. All right. And then next. Well, there, there's also the last important piece just on the synopsis oh is there is goodness. an ethereal infinite room filled with pianos and and disembodied hands. <laughs> That's a spoiler them. we could have gotten <laughs> into later. All right. We didn't have to tell them in the synopsis about the hands. I don't that know why you part of the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, you're, you're real creepy for that. Honestly, you're giving me that guy's vibes. It felt important. <laughs> and uh, the blob that hit everyone, it's a classic, honestly. Uh, it's basically about this aspiring kid writer, basically R.L. Stein, making fun mm-hmm. of himself, like writing scary stories and they come to life and they're ridiculous. So it's about a blob. This guy like buys a spooky or like the kid finds a spooky typewriter. It gives him powers to uh, everything he types comes to life. And he wrote about a blob that eats everyone. Hell yeah. Let's <laughs> let's get into these ones. guys. <laughs> I want to start out so, uh, because, oh, no, you go, you go, you go. Oh, um, I get, based off the way you started your sentence, I feel like what you were going to say was going to be smart. Uh, but what I have to say <laughs> <laughs> is, is decidedly not. This was another episode that felt a little fetishy to me. It was kind of weird. <laughs> the hand stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been as like kind of sexual but they were like like they were like i need your hand i don't know i was like immediately you got majestic adult, hands marvelous it's hands. really the fault of the piano teacher i think um he really went all in on the hand stuff and <laughs> i will say though that this kid also was acting like this kid yeah acting yeah. I was gonna say this is what I was. Well, this is what I was going to say is that I think this kid Jerry <laughs> was the best actor in all of the Goosebumps <gasps> episodes that we watched. I think he was oh, better shit. than Ryan Gosling. Ryan, that's hot take. So Where is I he think now? I think these episodes have two big <laughs> strengths. I think Jerry was a superstar, and I think <laughs> the blob that ate everyone is a surprisingly meta narrative. Uh, which is very yeah, fun to see in Goosebumps. I think the twist, though, <laughs> Piano Lessons Can Be Murder, is way, way better. Of the ghost being the creepy guy's uh, piano teacher, and the actual piano teacher was a robot. Okay, but I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so sorry, but what the fuck was that actress lady's choice in, like, spooky <laughs> ghost voice? <laughs> you lazy boy! This time you got it felt like it sex was stuff again. Was it awful. was like sex stuff. The whole episode kept coming back to sex stuff. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. And honestly, the Blob episode is one of my favorites of the whole series, but I forgot how much I hate that ending where he's just, that like <laughs> that he's like uh, uh, and his head like starts to like tingle and he's like the power was in me the whole time. I was like, what the f- Get the fuck out of here, R.L. Stein. I want to see that blob eat somebody. <laughs> that he said, you wouldn't understand. Yeah, the <laughs> fact that it ends on, like, a freeze frame, you wouldn't understand, <laughs> is just... But, but with all that being said, the kid that was, what was his name? Adam, the little cool Adam, kid, the, the bully like, Adam. Oh my god, he was Fucks. four feet tall, wearing a denim vest. His hair was like middle parted and slicked back, and he was just like he was essentially like Fonz, like he was like a, but he was like eight years old. Okay, and he's I just don't know around. Really- 
<laughs> I don't know if it's just me. Did he sound 80 yard? Did he sound like that wasn't his voice to you? There there was a lot of bad ADR. It um, sounded like that, that wasn't that kid's voice. It sounded like he was moving like ar, 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 ar. like it was not it, I feel like that kid was not like maybe he had a speech thing. Maybe he was sounding too much like the woman who was the ghost of piano lessons could be murder. I really don't know, like man. It was too sexual. Too sexual. Um I don't know if and maybe it's because of how weird ADR his voice was, but after he like showed up at the house and they're like talking about it and he like walks over writes something in the book and then strolls out and he goes gotta go see ya <laughs> i don't know what it was about the way that he said that as he like walked out i just it thought it was so like someone funny. was voiceovering him like that was not that yeah. kid's voice i'd like to think it was like an old man or something like doing it instead like some like voice actor they really needed to be put in i don't know man it was it was weird i something i want to want to highlight and piano lessons can be murder. Is I think we have another case of bad parenting. Um, yeah. Oh, of, big time! I actually, so they're, they're like <laughs> outright know? accusing their child of potentially being schizophrenic. Basically, it's like, <laughs> oh boy, that's a heavy Wait, one. Alex, were you about to defend it? Please defend. I the was parents. going to defend the parents. I thought this was one of the ones where the parents actually were like oh, there's a problem going on. We have to help our child figure out like our child having is having trouble. We just moved to a new town. We need to do what we can to like help our child like but, find but a way to fit he's in. he's like, I don't want to go back to these piano lessons. Um, and they're, they're like, your reason for quitting is not legitimate. You have to go back to the piano lessons. Oh, the 90s. Only 90s kids will remember. Am I right? <laughs> Only 90s kids. I, uh, I, I also like how the piano lessons are being staged out of what was literally like an abandoned warehouse. And the mom yeah. was just like, oh, this looks more like a prison than a piano school. All right, go inside then. <laughs> she didn't go in to meet the teacher. She didn't wait to see if any other kids were going inside. She, I did yeah. appreciate that we do see the strain that this haunting is putting on the parents' marriage in this episode. <laughs> 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 we like have the breakfast scene where they're kind of like talking about what to do. <laughs> I was like, damn, someone, someone was going through it when they were putting this episode together. <laughs> Those two were actually together in real life and they, they were going through some real personal <laughs> things. Like, we don't want to talk about it. That, that, that scene was actually scene. them just having a discussion. You know, that's what I want to say about this. Jake, you bring up the robot scene. Like what? Th- this episode, I think, is such a like good fake out. In the blog that did everything, as soon as it starts, you know what's going to happen, right? In yeah, this episode, yeah. I you know, there's the fake out of like, oh, there's the ghost in his basement. And it's like, oh, that's the problem. And then he's at the piano lessons and they're like kind of <laughs> weird. And it's like, oh, okay, maybe there's something wrong with this guy. And then all of a sudden there are hands in the basement. Like it does such a good job of surprising you with what the problems are. I'm the, I'm the robot scene yeah, for I'm me. I swear that uh, that robot was literally like it wasn't anything scary and that kid was a little shit for that. <laughs> I understand being scared of all the hands, but here's the thing. The dude shut off like the robot tore off the hands and he's like, "Oh, that was a robot. They're just crazy." The kid was fine with it. The kid was like, "Okay, I'm better now." <laughs> what? What? The kid was so fucking dumb at this. <laughs> there was absolute chaos. Like I couldn't imagine <laughs> I can't imagine acting the scenes at the end of Piano Lessons. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't put myself you in their lazy shoes. lazy boy. You're gonna do this for eternity. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Honestly, that was the scariest thing I watched in all these episodes was that performance. It was fucking terrifying. You ready to vote? Let's do it. I'm voting for Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. <laughs> I think it's an artistic masterpiece. (laughs) Ash, if you're confident, you go for it. Gotta be. (laughs) Piano lessons can be murdered just because. Yes. Just just because. (laughs) I love both of these episodes. I know I keep saying that because I did enjoy all the, except for Night of the Living Dummy 2, that shit was dumb. But (laughs) this this, uh, piano lessons can be murdered. If I was like a little, a little drunk, 
or like a little high, this would still be uh, still be scary to me. And, and yes, maybe I am. Maybe I am explaining what state I was in when I watched these episodes. Sure, you're saying you're not when you're like, like drinking your light your light blue moods. You're saying if you get a couple light blue moods in, you know, I have to I have to drink sixteen blue moon light skies to get a buzz. But let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's worth it. (laughs) Jake, I feel like you are very surprised by us voting. So I just assume you're voting for the blob that ate everything. No, I'm surprised because I'm also voting for Piano Lessons Candy Murder, <laughs> but it was for the chaos of it all. And the reason was I the ending of the blob that everyone was fucking ass, dude. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> but Matthew, are you gonna Matt make Ryan. it all unanimous? I am in fact voting for yes. Piano Lessons Candy Murder. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. We got a three-way final. That is Ooh, Say Cheese and Die, Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes, and Piano Lessons Can Be Murder going head-to-head. One will come out the other side. <laughs> I don't even I know where to begin off. on this. I think I know where to begin. I think the Piano Lessons Can Be Murder is actually quality cinematography. It has um, musical motifs Wait. through the pianos. <laughs> it has beautiful slanted shots with like interesting lighting choices just because the you kid have a lot well- of slanted shots doesn't mean it's beautiful <laughs> I'm, the kid is a good actor uh and an interesting character who's creative has stuff going on he has a motive for the stuff that he does besides just being <laughs> scared i think it is easily the most complicated episode <laughs> of all of the ones here <laughs> wow um so my god he means that <laughs> I do. Oh my I god. truly mean my that. My god, he means that. <laughs> you know, but there's a lot of nuance in the what, like, Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes tackles PTSD, guys. I mean, you know, mm. and I think, honestly, Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes is the scariest one left on here, objectively. Those gnomes were terrifying. The snuff film shit, terrifying. <laughs> and the fact that they, they do, in fact, um, kill a man. they do kill Matthew thank you for saying that because I was actually going to ask so if we didn't explicitly say it the gnomes do turn the military man into a gnome at the end of that episode do y'all think that hurts (laughs) (laughs) well you have to get a lot of lead paint on your body so uh, gradually the answer is gradually do you think he like smushed him down or do you think he killed him tournament or was it like a bone grinding thing you know well it kind of seemed like it was when (laughs) it was when he was carrying the lawn gnome i did kind of think about this because it it like (laughs) vaguely looks like the lawn gnome is gonna bite him but then it cuts to the military guy's face and he's just like this and the lawn gnome's head isn't turned at all so i wonder if he just like gave him a little kiss on the shoulder and like gnome kisses (laughs) turned you into lawn gnomes is that how it works their love is cursed probably for that one camera gnome that fucking creep I, I just want to say, though, I do want to point out that Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes kind of has the same plot of Night of the Living Dummy 2, down to, like, the black paint, red paint on the fingers, like, pointing out, oh, like, mm. you know, with the gnomes. It's kind of <sighs> similar, yeah. you know? And that... But it's Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes, is it doing it well? Night of the Living Dummy 2, is it doing it poorly? Mm. You know? Mm. And I think that that's, that, yeah, that's, you know, a good that's point. valuable. That's important. What do you, I do what think, do you though, think, though, the... The twist endings of, or I think the twist, it, it, th- these we're comparing two episodes that aren't in here now, but Revenge of the Lawn Gnomes twist ending versus Night of the Living Dummies twist ending. I think Night of the Living Dummies ending is way better than Lawn Gnome. Like the guy turns into Lawn Gnome. Okay, fine. But like, <laughs> I feel like the other two movies, but talking about episodes that are in this final matchup, I think yeah, that, that makes more sense. I think the like, <laughs> The twists in Piano Lessons Can Be Murder, primo stuff. Very good. Uh, I think the the twist ending, I, I think Say Cheese and Die is pretty good. Mostly because I think the weird guy, what's his name? Spidey? Is that the yeah, guy? Spidey. Spider? He himself is such a weird character. Like, whatever reason they chose to style him that way. Um, 
I actually think there's we haven't no talked reason death, for those. Like, we haven't for Seiji's and Dive. There's no reason for those two bullies to go back there. Yeah, there's a lot of good writing for Seiji's and Dive. Like the whole like, don't you know how to knock? Nah, I haven't taken that class yet. And the brother leaves. <laughs> That's a good line, dude. I wish I like. I literally beat my. I, I beat myself up when I was like, I didn't write that. You know, yeah. how everyone else could be like, what is grief if not love persevering? This is my what is grief if not love persevering. <laughs> it's so good. Also, when randomly at dinner, this line didn't mean anything. But then you're like, good chicken, mom. And the mom out of nowhere is like, it's not chicken, Terry. It's veal. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> why was that in the script? Um, there's <laughs> some kind of powerful subtext. What if the line was supposed to be it's veal and the actress was like, you dumb bitch, it's chicken. <laughs> they've only got budget for one take, so they've just got to roll with it. I believe that. I like the interpretation that it's actually a problem that's been tearing the family apart that the son can't identify meats. <laughs> so he says it's chicken and it's they've just finished paying for this very expensive like taste therapy and he's like, it's chicken and she's like, it's veal, but it's like, it's broken her that's the last <laughs> <stitch> didn't work <laughs> no one appreciates her in the family yeah <laughs> the dad tries to um like dissolve the situation very quickly oh, it's, it's okay we'll go for a drive <laughs> yeah what, what is that they all just leave their dinner it obviously wasn't that good mom i'm sorry <laughs> no one took that food with them no one was or upset they, were they just, had to leave just worried for their ailing son another fantastic line from say cheese and die um when he's like we have to go bring the camera back and the friend is like sorry i have a bunch of stuff that i gotta do for my dad what a a weird excuse i if you're gonna use that in real life if you're a kid that like you know makes total sense you know like if someone asked me to do something and i was a kid i'd be like no my dad asked me to like clean up outside yeah i can't go help you put your science fiction camera away you know I have I have a very important distinction between episodes for Say Cheese and Die and Piano Lessons Can't Be Murder. Both protagonists succumb to the like power of boners, basically, you know, um, where but one was like, I got to take <laughs> piano lessons to impress this girl. Yeah, Ash looks so confused. You guys can't see him. <laughs> He's so confused by what I, I just, just wasn't said. sure where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> neither am i uh so no but yeah like he was like oh i need to go do this and then remember how they confirmed ryan gosson confirmed this thing kills people or like at least makes them disappear and then the girl was like hey take my picture and he's like no i'm not sure he's like you idiot take my picture how's this and she leaned on the trees like okay i'll do it what she's like gotta ca- gotta capture that one <laughs> what like uh, i just puberty hits hard like, though that wait, wait, you're, you're like the power you- of boners no go for it okay so he said power no you actually just answered my question he so he said power the reason i look so confused is because i thought he said the hour of boners and i was like that's not it i have never heard i have never boner time motherfuckers (laughs) so i was like what do you think happened to these kids the hour of boners everyone knows when you're going through puberty and you hit boner hour there's nothing you can do Oh no, this turned into the boner podcast, guys. Guys, we gotta turn no, left. No, yeah, we turn can't left, we can't please. do this. We can't be four guys talking about dicks on a podcast. That's we can't do that. <laughs> no one wants to listen to it. Oh my god. Wink wink. All right, what was someone else gonna say? <laughs> I do have an issue with say cheese and die, and it is that the episode makes a lot of assumptions that you just like accept, like you know things about the place that they live. Like three kids <laughs> at an abandoned factory and they're like chasing this guy named Spidey for some reason. <laughs> and then they like take okay. the camera the, and the camera's not consistent. How does the girl disappear? Like I get that the dad gets in a car crash that they took a picture of the car crash, but he takes a picture of the girl and she's not in the picture. How does that in any way, is that doing the same thing as what she the gone. camera did with the car crash or something? She, 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 she gone. She <laughs> gone. Wait, did we just get a live look into their pitch meeting? The sub producer asked that same question and she some gone. writer actively just said, she gone. And they're like, yeah, you're right. You're right. When does she come back? When we need her? <laughs> yeah, the, one of the things that I thought was so ridiculous in Say Cheese and Die is the girl disappears and legit, it's like three minutes later, she's just back. 
You know, my biggest problem actually <laughs> with this is how did the older brother find him in their yard in that yard? So they ran away from those bullies who knew that that was a camera. Again, no, that was a toaster. I don't know what how they were like, <laughs> cheese, whatever. But they ran away, jumped a fence, and then randomly were in their friend's house, convenient one. But then their older brother came in and was like, dad's been in an accident. How did he <laughs> find them? How did he know where he was? <laughs> well, okay, I will say, I think they were going to their friend's house, and then they ran into the bullies. Yeah, and I would say I would figure the older brother would probably check the usual suspects. He knows his, you know, when it gets to boner hour that his, his brother's going to be around uh, what, Shari, whatever uh, his yes. name is. I forgot, your sibling, if you have a sibling, and the boner hour correlates if you spend time with him for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it, it syncs up, it syncs up. Thank you. That was that, that was the word I was looking for, and I went the whole <laughs> correlates in, in the Tegucy Gulp. Yeah, I, I messed that up completely. <laughs> in terms of talent, we we've talked about Ryan Gosling. <laughs> we've talked about Jerry from Piano Lessons Can Be Murder. We haven't mm. talked about Bird, Ryan Gosling's friend in Say Cheese and Die, who's really good at juggling. They really, really <laughs> wanted to show the audience that this kid can juggle. <laughs> He does it so many times for no reason. They break into the um, into Spidey's place. He's juggling. Uh, they're playing in the backyard. He's juggling. They're walking down the street. He's juggling again. I don't know why he juggles so much. Honestly, Alex, I think, have you ever, I feel like most of us here have done an audition and a lot of times they'll be like, do you have any special skills? This is like the one, <laughs> this is like the one time this kid was like, I actually can juggle. And they were like, get your ass on set right fucking now then. Like, are you out of your mind? Of course you got the part and you're going to juggle every time you're on screen. <laughs> as they're flipping through the script and they realize they've written a, a juggling kid as their character. And they're like, out of 75 kids we've auditioned today, not one of them can juggle. What are we going to do? <laughs> I just okay. Remember how Revenge of the Law Nobs is also a part. There's a this is a three way finale and it's fucking up my brain. <laughs> I think I'm ready. Honestly, I think okay. I the one last thing guys. I'll say about Say Cheese and Die is that it's also like they when they recreate like the cover photo of the book and all that. Like I love them for that. Like it really was one of my favorite like books like of the Goosebumps series growing up. And it has it's a little Ryan skeletal Gosling. family. Like, it's like. It's a top tier and it's a fun story, even though it's, you know, I don't know what they did designing that camera, but like it's fun, <laughs> but the others are just wild. And I, you know, I don't know what I, that I, means I, for I me. I agree. Chaos reigns. It's good. <laughs> I, I feel like I, I know what I want to vote for. Chaos, here. Chaos, 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 chaos. I'm, I'm all in. I'll start. I feel like I'm, I'm pretty clear. I'm voting for piano lessons can be murder. It's, it is perfection. I guess as the other person that said that they're feeling, feeling ready, <laughs> um, I am voting for revenge of the lawn gnomes. <gasps> oh, <sighs> descent scores one, one, man. I don't know what I'm voting for. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we're not ready to vote then. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, hey, Ash, if you know, I'll, I'll have to be a force to make a decision. Here's the thing, Jake. I do know. I do Uh-oh. know what I want to vote for. This is hard. This is hard. I like all of these episodes. <laughs> 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 this feels like such a big moment. <laughs> it, when your you, when choice you count, matters. <laughs> when we're talking talent, we're talking uh, strength of narrative, we're talking development, we're talking every every character had something to do, every character mattered, and then we're talking, <laughs> and then we're talking throw everything we learned out the window at the end for the most <laughs> banana boat fuckery, crazy ass nonsense you've ever seen in your life. It's gotta be piano lessons can be murder. Because they can be. Because they can be. (laughs) All right, Jake. Here's my thing. We also, we didn't talk about what would happen if it's a 2-2 tie. That's my thing because I was leaning towards Revenge of the Lawn Moans. And I think I'm going to go with it for almost the same reason for like, it was the scariest. It was so like, the ending was like, what the the fuck is that? Like just a quick (laughs) zoom of the major. It had a good dad, which, hey pro good dad you know the tough cut podcast is pro good dads okay i'm not afraid to say it wow uh what do we do with a tie or do we just make our baker's dozen the first tie 
two winners. Or we could flip a coin. Ash, what do you think? We flip a coin. Flip a coin. All right. I, I like. I got. Kate, I've let, got a coin. Let the universe decide. Chaos is let definitely going to pick piano. Lessons can be murder. I know. I knew it. <laughs> Heads, piano. Tails, lawn gnomes. All right. This is a big moment. Tails, revenge of the, the lawn gnomes takes it. Shit. It's a worthy I'll, winner, I'll, but I'll I feel... screen share it if you want me to, but it, it's tails. Was it not a real coin? It was the Google. Oh, you uh, mean you would. I, uh, oh, <laughs> you, <laughs> did you, cheated. Big, you cheated. You cheated. You cheated. You're a cheater. Oh, my God. So Does anyone have a Google spare coin on them? Does anyone have an actual coin on them? I have an actual coin right here. Were you ready for this, Alex? <laughs> I have coins on my desk. You guys don't have coins on your desk? Uh, I'm not letting Google choose our winner. Heads, piano. Tails uh, is lawn gnomes. <laughs> it is tails. Wow. The universe, the universe, the universe is more ways than that. one. I honestly, I'm glad that that old woman did not get a prize because she is so <laughs> fucking awful, man. Yes, that that was my biggest thing to not vote for piano lessons can be murder. You lazy boy. I can't do it. You can't dude. tell me that wouldn't scare the mess out of you if you were <laughs> a ghost with like green bumpy skin. Yeah, that would scare the hell out of me. But so would lawn gnomes chasing me to make a snuff film. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we could all agree on fuck Ryan Gosling. Gosling? Gosling. Gosling? Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Goosebumpsley. Yeah, I like that. All right. With that, we have our first bonus episode that winner. Felt by, like it went by fast. I don't know about y'all. It did. It was, it was a ton of fun. A ton of fun. It was a whirlwind. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you liked what you heard, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, at Tough Cut Pod for funny posts and funny music reviews. Music reviews. Music We're reviews. talking about movies, <laughs> not music. I don't know why I said oh that. Oh my God. Um, Ash, thank you so much for joining us. Anything you want to plug? Thank you guys for having me. This was a blast. Um, yeah, sure. So I have a podcast myself, like most of us folks do these days. Uh, it's called <laughs> Get Out the House. And uh, yeah, you can you can find it. It's Get Out the House. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Audible, wherever you get your podcasts. And basically, uh, me, another black friend of mine, uh, watch horror movies, and then we make our white friend and other white guests uh, defend the actions <laughs> of white people in horror movies. Um, so it's, it's a real fun. It's a fun ride, guys. It's, it's good. I've listened to like pretty much every episode. I highly recommend it. What it's a, a fantastic concept. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, Sweet thank deal. you guys for having me. This this uh, blast. Yeah, this is a great pod. For sure. And guys, thanks so much. We have another, we have something big coming up our next bracket, and we already know what it is for you. And you might be wondering, why did you do a baker's dozen? Why, why'd you do that? Why, what, what's, what's wrong with you? It's because we like pastries. But more importantly, it's Thanks, because... The, you're welcome. <laughs> more importantly, it's because the Oscars are coming up. And we've thought, we've thought a lot and thought long and hard, the Oscars don't do justice. They don't do justice like we do justice. And so for next bracket, we're bringing you our Oscar season. That's right. The day after the Oscars happens, our first episode's going to come up and we're talking about which ones that we wanted to win Best Picture or be nominated, I guess. Either way, I'm excited. <laughs> Should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. And very fun. We'll reveal those on social media. Yeah, stay tuned on our social media for what those are going to be and what the matchup is going to be. Sweet deal. <laughs> you lazy boy. <laughs> I'll be a day. Day cover.